Hey, everybody. This is the second half of episode 105. And I thought it was interesting. We talked about the flight simulators with Jeff, Lake Erie Island's flight legend Jeff, Lee's former student back in the day when Lee was actively instructing. And um, just want to pre-apologize for some audio issues. Um, Scott came in and out a lot with the internet connection he had. Um, we're taking steps to improve this. Thank you, thank you, thank you, ground crew. You are uh, above and beyond paying for the cost of the operation now. Uh, and it's allowed us to each month to save up a little bit more to, um, to get mic setups for some of the guests. Like Lee has a setup now that he can lend out to people. Scott, I'm going to get him a second setup so that he can lend it out to people in that area. Um, and then, yeah, so it's, we're, we're working on that, making sure that when guests are on the future, um, they have the same mics that the three of us are using. And also long-term this year goal is to, uh, start recording in person. That's the big push. Uh, 150 ground crew members is kind of what that would take. And um, that would allow us to have the, the in-studio setup, start building that up in Ohio. Will allow me to um, make more regular flights up to Ohio to, uh, to be in person. So yeah, thank you, ground crew, and uh, enjoy some Q- live Q&A with uh, Jeff. Okay, um, this is, it's ironic. Um, Jeff has his sweet flight simulator set up in the background uh, with the plane loaded up at 88 Delta for people on the live stream who can barely kind of maybe see a little bit of that in the stream. Um, it reminded me of this old email from November uh, 2021 back in the day throwback that I, I have not gotten to yet. Um, this is to do. I'm waiting to purchase X plane 11 visual pilot th- 3D or other suggested flight simulator software and associated externals, VR headset, pedals, throttle, and yoke for PC. Underlying goal, obtain realistic flight simulator training. There are many options, including sources such as, and he puts my pilot store, Amazon, Best Buy. Um, provides 3dinsider.com stuff, provides insights, but based on my reading, it's very difficult to find a VR headset that interconnects realistically with the other inputs, pedals, throttle, and yoke, and flight software. I built my desktop PC to be expandable to whatever I need in terms of processing power, speed, memory, and graphics. I'm new to flight simulators, and if you have suggestions or may direct me to a source of information, it would be greatly appreciated. Tom. So can you answer that and or just go into, how do you, for a person completely new to flight simulators, like set up at your home, how would you go sure. about doing that, getting it to be so it'd be useful as a real pilot to like reduce training costs? Okay, so there's so the if you're going to use virtual reality, I think that helps a lot with flying. If you're if you're starting to become a private pilot, because with the virtual reality, you can turn your head and in real time you're going to see, you know. If you're, let's say you're downwind and you want to look over to see where you're, you're, you're at nearest airport. If you're using like the one I got set up here, I have to use a toggle switch to look to the left or look to the right. Now, if I put my VR headset on, I turn my head. It's just like I'm in the plane. I'm going to look. I'm going to see. Um, and that works well. The only downside of that is, is not knowing 
where you'd have to keep your hand on the throttle the whole time because if you try to move your hand off of it, you can't see where your hand's located at. For that's mm-hmm. virtuality. Now, what I have set up behind me is very excellent for if I'm flying IFR. Um, because then I can practice my approaches. I can get in that, you know, that mold. You can, you can run through it. Um, you can use VATSIM. I used VATSIM when I was doing my, um, instrument instructor. So what VATSIM does is there's people on this that are connected X plane and they're acting as air traffic controllers and they're giving you vectors to final They're You're talking to, it's usually, Cleveland Center is never up. Um, it's usually going to be New York Center. It's going to be JFK Tower or something like that. What was really weird about when I was doing my instrument instructor, Toledo Approach was up. Some guy was acting like Toledo Approach that day, and it worked out perfectly. So he would line me up for an ILS. He would give me vectors to final. Um, I do know a student. He wasn't mine. He was actually, no, he wasn't Ryan's either. But anyway, he set up a simulator and the other the instructor that had him said that it helped him that when this guy got into the plane, he was so he was he was good. And a lot of it he contributed to he flew on the simulator. It's pretty much to me, I thought it was more like chair flying. You could do the same thing, chair flying, you're setting up, mm-hmm. these are my gauges, this is what I'm gonna do. You're working through it, you're getting that muscle control. And that's what this guy did on a simulator was he went on there and he got his muscle control for his uh, private pilot. But like I said, uh, virtual reality, I think, is is good for a private pilot because you can look to left, you can look to the right. Um, you know, you could do maneuvers, uh, turns around a point. We're doing turns around a point here would be hard. Like I said, it wouldn't be realistic because using a hand toggle or the toggle switch where virtual reality, you got your head, you can look there, you could do the turns, you get used to it. So I, I think there's a I think there's a lot of benefit. I mostly see the benefit with instrument students building up that scan, going over you know, going over plates, uh, saving time. You know, you sit up there, you do an approach. Uh, once you're done with this, so instead of you flying back to that approach, you can move it on. You can put the person on on final if you wanted to, and go back to that. So that's just my take on it. So. So it has even in VFR, like just for an entry level private pilot, you're saying just it has its place, but it's not. You need to kind of do both of them depending on what your mission for the day is. Yes. Would you say? Yeah, I, I would say. Yeah, I, yeah, I would say. Um, I think Tyler. I was reading Tyler's comment on here. Gauges, fine details are finally becoming legible in the cockpit. A few years ago, VR was only usable for VR maneuvering, looking outside, which is what we talked about. Um, yeah, I, I think for, you know, so you tell your student, hey, I want you to go back and, I don't know, some, something as simple as talking air traffic control. I mean, you listen to AWOS, you know, here, if I turned it on, I could, we could listen to Portland AWOS. It's going to give you, you know, what you're listening to. So, yeah, I, I, th- I think it just, it helps with muscle, you know, building muscle memory there. I don't know if I answered the, your question. The simulator. Yeah, simulator. I'm not sure well, if I I think that. he was talking more about VR, though. But, I mean, I want to go after... Rob, do you f- feel like that's sufficiently answered? Um, Go go for I it. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I think I think we answered it has its place in the training. Um, but just, it's not... Make sure you're doing both of them. Because what, like, Je- uh, what Jeff... 
uh, like basically said what I would have thought. I've done no simulator like this type of fixed FTD type simulator stuff. Almost none. Maybe we did a little bit out of American Flyers, Rob, but that's all I've done. And um, well, no, at the airlines, I guess we did. It's that's a different level, so it almost doesn't even apply here. But that's what I would think is if you go strap on a VR headset, you lose. And I don't know how important it is because I never thought about it. But you, you're you're isolated. You can't see the actual real world. What the throttle's doing, what your feet are doing, what the yoke is doing. And I don't know how important those are, but that seems to be some sensory stuff that you are deprived of with the VR. So I guess it just depends on what your focus is for that particular flight, that particular lesson. Um, that's That would be my perception, not knowing anything. But when, um, so, I mean, technology, how far has technology, so when you got your private, like how far has the sim stuff, like what you're able to build there. How far has that come? Has that, has that come way beyond or is it only, you know, incrementally increased? What do you think you could have built when you were doing your private versus what you have now? You know, when I first, actually some of this stuff is right after I got my private, like the, the rudder pedal, um, the yoke and the but as throttle. far as graphics and, and stuff. Oh, gra- Microsoft flight sim. 2020 that one is like new york city pretty much dead on you know uh certain cities but i like this is set up for x-plane right now and i like x-plane for flying ifr you know flying different things so for this one i've got everything that i have available to me here um saratoga the islander uh the king air um the archer the war you know well we don't have no, we have the 140 now. So it's just, yeah. so, and it kind of gets you, you know, you go through the the check sheets and that, you know, what you're going to use. So, oh, give me one second. Yeah. So, checklist, checkmate for the Archer. Oh, God. Yep. Yes. That's terrible. Procedures. And I got stuff up there for the King Air that, you know, just to get you, you know, you go through and you start running through the checklist and stuff like that. But like I said, a lot of the stuff you can also, you don't have to have the sim to do that. You could just, like I said, chair flying. It's it's chair flying a little bit extreme, I guess. You know, it's the next level. I guess it just depends d- depends on how many, like how in depth. Because like I, I almost take, and I don't know what did it to me, but I almost take chair flying to almost like a meditative state, almost. No. Yeah. Like I get so in depth in like my like my mind's eye like you almost have to you I have devoted so much attention this sounds nuts but I've I've exp- like for sure I'm not bullshitting you. I have ex- I have thought so hard on going into every minute detail of like a chair flying thing that I have to actually divert attention to think to actually breathe. Like I've diverted so much attention, I put so much emphasis on what I am doing. That sounds. That, you have to snap that sounds like the, a, I forgot. Sounds unhealthy. Like I need to breathe. Well, sounds I like mean, a problem. It's not, I mean, it's only happened to me a couple times, but like I'm trying because like what what the um that's good. He, okay, Lisa still says recording. It's, yeah, it's going hey. in and out. Oh, go, keep going, though, Lee. 
Well, so it's like like it it all depends. I mean, I feel like the simulator like now like I used to be like, yeah, you know, it's gonna do a lot for you, Jeff. I want you to weigh in on this. I used to think you know people would always ask you know they'd come in when you know they were big into flight simulator and stuff like this, and this was you know two thousand eight, two thousand nine, and I'm like, well, you know, it can help with your scan, it can help with certain things and whatever, but you know, it's not going to replace the airplane. And now, like, like, I just feel like you know, computer processing power and RAM and graphics and everything has come along. So, I mean, you have a full like glare sh- instrument panel, glare shield, everything, and you have you are, and and obviously, money is the limiting factor. But you can put as much money into that as you as somebody would want to if they want the realism, the feedback, and all that stuff, right? Sure. Yeah, you could. And like I said, um, this is built up over. So I started flying with you what eleven years ago. So probably ten years ago I started. And some of this, some of the hardware over here is some of the stuff that I've had ten years ago, and I built up, you know, to get to where it's at right now. Um, let's see. I'm gonna just go back here real quick through the chat. So Eric said um, it helps with the G1000. So you know, you can load up the G1000, which is basically a computer screen, and you can learn how to use the G1000 to get your scan going there. Someone that's never, you know, been in a G1000. Uh, Greg's, I think it was Greg, uh, difference, let me, I'm sorry. Yeah, it was Greg. He was talking about how his instructor can tell that he, the way he was flying, that he was doing really well because of the flight sim. So I think, you know, it's it's how serious you take it. Um, like on this one, I have a standalone, um, Garmin 430 that actually works like the Garmin 430. So instead of me moving my mouse to change it, I'm physically turning the knobs or I'm pressing the buttons to load up my approach plate, you know, my approaches or whatever. So, um, I think, I think VR with, um, Microsoft 2020 is an excellent one for VF, VF pilots, you know, that you could, you know, so do you need everything I have on here? Absolutely not. You could do it with the the VR. I just think what you really need is the yoke, the throttle, and the rudder pedals. You know, and I I think that the software has gotten in the last ten years has just gone crazy. Where it, I think there's some realistic um, to the VFR flying, especially for Microsoft compared to X Plane. I just I don't like X Plane for the VFR, but for the FR, I like X Plane. I don't know if that's answering any of your questions or am I just rambling here. No, it's just always it's no, interesting. I, I want to hear it because like I mean eventually I would like to do something with, you know, flight sim, like just to keep fresh or I don't I don't know. So it's interesting. I have no experience and I won't have any experience until I like dive in and like start buying shit. So it's like anything that saves me, you know. And hearing for like I can go obviously go online like oh what's better but like hearing something and I could I I imagine you'd probably let me play around on yours so I mean like it'd be nice to have somebody who like knows like when I run into a setup issue or whatever you know what do I buy that that is there any uh, compatibility issues with different components it's nice to have somebody who's already blazed a trail I don't want to blaze a trail that sounds like wasted money when I have to blaze a trail yeah if you've already done it. Why am I going to reinvent the wheel? That is true. I needed a better computer to run the show, but I over I I had a PC built and I overbuilt it with the idea of in addition to running the show, I'll eventually build a, a flight sim off of it. So I got the overpriced graphics card and all that, 
and um, water cooled, and you know it's it's pretty good. And I got two really big high res gaming monitors here. I'm saving up for a third one because it'd be really nice for the live streams and everything going on um, to to have that third screen. But then once I do that, what would be like the next thing I would purchase to start making this the Far Aim podcast? supercomputer on my desk right now and slowly evolve that to double as a as a flight sim like do you buy the with the yoke i feel like the yoke would be oh, the first, yeah. the first you have one to. obviously yes it's got to be the yoke the throttle and the rudder pedals um like on mine here i went ahead with the radial panels so then you know every and yeah hold on let me get a little bit closer here sorry about this let's move it which is just keep in mind this is an audio thing, so we'll describe yes. what we're seeing. Okay, Scott. so can you see it, Scott? I was going to say, Scott could try to describe what we're looking at right now, just for the audience who, who is listening. <laughs> All right, so we need someone that has... Podcast from Miro, we need someone that so. doesn't have dial-up from like 1990 over here <laughs> describing what we're seeing. So anyway, you could go... We have a radio panel over here, which, you know, you're to not the moving right, your mouse. Which would be in front of the right. pilot. Then you got your Garmin 430. He's got an actual Garmin 430 in his at-home flight sim. That's And then if, okay. you, if you go over to your panel... Well, you I'm get, sure it's not like certified but no okay all the rocker switches all the rocker switches so but what i would say you would need is the yoke the throttles are set up for multi-engine and then and why are they all over there on the right is that a one place what this i'm sorry okay i got it okay so that's that would actually be okay hold on are where are the zoom can you it looks like a little it looks like a a panel with a yoke, and then like it looks like a legit kind of thing with the yeah, monitor. Yeah, it's, a, it's top. a real, yeah, yeah, real, real flight decks. Yeah, setup. so I went ahead, I laser cut the the panel to to fit. Okay, interesting. Yes. So it's one, it's one seat, and then you kind of have a all oriented around you. Correct. As it would be laid out, similar to the okay. Yeah, but I just saw like the gear panel off to the left. Sure. To answer your question, because you didn't have room. But yeah, so to answer Rod's question, yoke, throttle, and your rudder pedals to make it realistic. And then, like I said, if you want, and like I said, that's what I started out with. Then it was, hey, I'm going to go with the radio panels because I want to be able, instead of using my mouse to turn it, I want it to be realistic. And then I was like, okay, let me get the rocker panels and, you know, and went from there. And then the Garmin 430 was an add-on like maybe three years ago where I got that. And you could get the 530. Uh, you can, I mean, you could go as high, you could, a Cirrus, they even have it laid out that you just buy the whole Cirrus setup if you wanted to go that route. Yeah. Insane. And I had an Acon A5 on there too, so can't go wrong. There you go. One thing these guys keep saying in the chat, like the, or not keep saying, but I think Greg said like the, um, the visuals with the VR, I get that same sensation in the sim. So like when I have a, some like a, a gear puller or somebody like that. So a lot of times I take my, I take a PIC check ride and sometimes they have to check if I have another, some, another individual from another company taking a check ride, they'll put us together. But a lot of times I don't because they can only be a 135 guy. I can't have a 91 guy take a check ride with me. Um, so 
it, oftentimes I'm taking a checker by myself and then I have a, a the simulator facility supply somebody to fly as my right seat, co-pilot, SIC, FO, whatever you want to call it. And what I will typically do is I will get down. So a lot of times we'll land on one runway and then we'll just do a 180 on the runway to take off back the other way just to keep the check rate good, like momentum, keep going fast. I will go heads down and let them do the turnaround because it messes with me so bad. I will get nauseous if I watch it do this 180 on the runway. And they're they're fine with that. I think it's pretty common with, with VR or like full motion simulators like we're doing. But yeah, I think, really I think it has to do with your your frames per minute also because I the same thing happened with me. Um, I think I tried to do like a Shandell or something with VR and it got me nauseated, you know. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. Ugh, man. That sim that sim stuff's cool. I mean, but you can put as much money into it as you want. Oh, to. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, there's oh, yeah. no limit. Yes. Yeah, oh, also, I'm sorry. Really, really quick. It also, um, oops, I looked on that. It also, um, four flight will hook into it, so you can give. So if I got a student here and I'm going over, I can give them radar vectors by using my the four flight. Another thing that's really strange about that is it will actually show you on four flight planes that are flying around you that are are setting out for ADS. They have ADSB out. It'll pick them up. Like we shadowed uh, one of our planes leaving Kelly's and we flew alongside it, but it was on four flight and our plane was showing up in VR. I'm sorry. Our next plane was showing up with live data flying on four flight. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. How are they? Why were they showing up on four flight? Oh, ADSB. Yeah. So ADSB. I was thinking flight plans, but no. yeah, ADSB. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. That's super that's cool. That's incredible. And that, so you can have you can be running four flight on your iPad as you're flying the sim. Yes, yes. And it's giving you date real time data. Yes, it is like you're it's if you're flying it's like you're yeah it's just like you're flying in uh, in real real time I guess I don't know it'll show up on four flight it'll show you flying and it will show you planes that are coming in on ADSB out will show up on your screen along with your plane in the in uh, the virtual world I guess. Crazy, crazy. Um, so crazy. We lost Scott. How far it's come. He's gone. Scott's gone. We don't even know if he's coming back. No, it's just, I think his stuff conked out, maybe. Yeah, uh, it's five minutes from bedtime for him. That so. is true, so I doubt he's going to put much effort into getting it back up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, I got it. when I go home, I got to drive right by his place. Should I just like lay on the horn and... But, uh, Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> That could oh definitely the whole okay. yeah the whole time, um oh, oh there back. he is oh wow hey, take back every bad thing you said about him I didn't say anything bad yeah we all no, talk no, very... no, I'm talking to Rob yep I'm talking to Rob we, we no, all talk... I, no we I will all talk not drive very... by his house I will not yes. drive by his house to beat the horn I'm not going to uh, do that to Scott we uh we are all very nice to Scott while he was away um yeah Scott you hear us he's out. Nope. Okay. Scott, you keep trying to see if you can make it work. Um, and we appreciate it. Yes. You uh, looking great there. Frozen photo. I got the last email, then we'll call it a, we'll call it a day. Unless you got more on the sim, Lee. No, I have nothing more on the sim. I was just I probably 
Oh my Jump god, there's back. two. Oh, we there's got two, two of them. Oh, two Scots. Have, this is a new Scots one. Two Scots now. This is this is getting <laughs> this really is good. One. Which one's the real Scott? I hope Scott, you can though. see the other one. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Can't hear you. Okay, so now we have now we have him twice, but we can't hear him. He's going to bed. <laughs> He's going to bed. <laughs> yeah, we can't hear you. That's. Uh... But just work it out, Scott. Appreciate it. I have nothing else on Sim. Uh, what's no. this email? I mean, I probably want to go back through the chat and make sure we haven't missed anything because I haven't uh, paid attention I've been at all. Half looking at it, I didn't see any like blatant question for the next one. But okay, all right, man. I didn't want to be. I didn't want to be done. I didn't want to be done after this one. I was hoping we had more, but okay. Yeah. Well, we got one more email. I got from uh, okay, 2021. Still. Oh which wow! Is handy. Oh wow! We're digging way back. Like I said, like I've got. A lot of ones in the, uh, I know. the old inbox here. Um, right. Yeah, let's see what we got. Hey, guys. Terrific show, as always. Uh, I've listened to all 98 episodes over the past year, and I've had the pleasure of tuning into a couple of live shows. Well, enjoy every minute. Oftentimes, you talk about takeoffs and landings at Scott's Airfield, a grass, street, a grass strip 88D. I have always assumed that you have to use soft field techniques 100% of the time, but now I'm not sure. Could you elaborate on the skills and the steps required to take off and land on a grass strip? I have 400 landings on asphalt only. I always thought that soft field was synonymous with grass strip. For my soft field landings in a 1978 Piper Archer, my CFI taught me to lower flaps to 40, pull the throttle back to 1400. Hey. Hey. We got you. We got you. Hey. Can you hear me? Hey. Okay. Uh, Okay. Um, I'm back. <laughs> pull the pull the throttle Hello? back to 1400 RPM and keep that power setting through as long flare as you fly parallel to the runway until touchdown. Yes, Scott, we hear you. You're good. I don't think it's working. We it's hear you. The, Scott. I don't think it's through I, the I, mic. If it's though. not coming. It's not. It's not coming through the Just mic. Go, no. go in your thing. Go in your adjustment and uh, and change it. In your thing, you can change it live. Just click or on try your. It. No, I, or I, can I, he unplug it, it and is, plug it back in? Would that click, show up? Click your click the mic button and you just select the the. the I mic. understand. It's already selected. Okay. It's already selected. We got that's cl- good enough. I don't know. The yoke ends up uh, back to your it's chest. Almost, it's almost bedtime anyway. So Actually, I think it's no. I don't know. Maybe it's working now. Okay. We're no. It's not. No. Just, what? No. Do we move oh, it back no, and forth, Scott? Move it back and forth. Anyway. Are we following the email or this is a long email? Okay, so on the, on the email, I've got eight, like over 4,000 landings, which is nothing compared to Lee, but the only time I ever landed on a, or took off on grass strip was with Lee. That's it. And Lee's not even... Oh, you landed a cub all the time on that grass strip, practicing all the time. No, we I say, how, many, how, how many so, grass hold on, landings can, do you got? Do you have, Lee? Uh, easily as much as you have. Okay. I didn't know. Ooh. Oh, Mathers Rattlesnake Mathers, East Point at Middle it. Bass Okay Our own grass strip I'd land the warrior and the archer On our grass strip Behind my parents house I remember that I was with you On some of those I I thought that was the only like Time you did tons and tons Of grass thing Is when we mowed that section Out of the grass And your dad was like It's not technically a runway Or no 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 Your dad didn't Your dad didn't care It was um It was uh the FAA guy. Yes. Neptune. Edit that out. Yes. Neptune. Well, I can't edit out the live stream, but yeah. yeah in, the, in the podcast. That's true. Well, I'm screwed. 
Neptune Neptune got quite upset. Called King Neptune. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God, that guy. Well, anyways, I feel like it played to the last hole now. (laughs) But anyways, um, yeah. I mean, and he would be right. He'd be right. You know, we eventually, you know, went and put, you know, east west land, you know, grass and north south grass and all this I stuff. I put those and, in. That was a lot um, of work. Well, I didn't do all of it, but I did most of it. I was out there every day with the tractor for like a long time, leveling it, getting all the ro- getting yeah. all the rocks well, out of I there. Mean, it was yeah. I mean, it. I liked doing it. It was a good time. Right. But there was right. like they tilled it. He had the farmer till it, and then. But it was like it was rough, so I was out there scraping it and picking up rocks for right. a long time, and it was it was on level, so I had to like drag. The how dirt long did it, how down. long how many hours did that take you, Scott? Like if I were to put my own grass strip in somewhere down here in Florida, well, I've been kind of looking at doing. I don't know. I mean, it probably I wasn't working with the best equipment. Like I drove my own tractor there. You know the you know the loader. You're familiar with the loader. Oh, I remember yeah. that. I remember that. <laughs> that's that's what I used. And didn't the, I? What did I do? I a, broke that. Didn't I break yeah, it? You blew a, oh yeah, you you, you, back, you blew a, a hydraulic back. cylinder out on it. Yeah. But I, it's not like I was rough on it though. No, you just you had it. Was it, I well? Do you it, think I was rough on it? It has a, it when you tilt the bucket too far, it gets stuck. And then you have to put the bucket down and then put it in reverse and pull the bucket back out. You were trying to pull the bucket back out. Oh, you got to let the weight straighten it yeah, back you gotta, out. Yeah, yeah. If you if you tip it down too far, it's it goes past the point and gets stuck. So that's what you did. But it wasn't a big deal. We fixed okay. it pretty easy. But, okay. But yeah, I, I used to drive that thing to work. And then I'd go out there the I remember that. And, and drag that, uh, try to get those, that, Dirt smoothed out over there and pick up all the rocks. You drive it down the time. railroad tracks? Uh, sometimes I drive down the railroad. No, down tracks. the road, didn't you drive down the road? Some, sometimes I take the road. Sometimes wow. I take the tracks. Um, yeah, statue limitations apply. I, I, yeah, I did. I did both. Um, the railroad tracks was better because Cleveland Road gets kind of busy and there's not a lot of shoulder on some parts of it. But uh, the railroad tracks obviously is not not legal or so or a trailer. Yeah, no, I didn't trailer it. Oh that would have been too much work. This is the old Ford tractor, or no? This is a this is Alice Chalmers. Uh, okay. Yeah, gotcha. the yellow one. Okay. Yeah. So okay, you're back to soft field. Um, but anyway, it's, never, I mean, it, Rob. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm I know a little th- bit about Softfield stuff. Okay, believe it or not. Okay, let me finish the email and I'll let you take it. All right, I've never landed. I can't <laughs> get through the whole thing because everybody's got ADD. I have never landed on grass and thought that the method described above was the only way to do it. But it sounds like 88D isn't long enough to employ that technique. How do you guys land there? Looking forward to your reply, Brian. Wait, we just I don't know. It's it's always. It's always a short, soft field technique, and if yeah. the runway's wet, you avoid the wet spots and do extra soft field technique in your technique. If that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it, it's you just get used to it. I don't know. 
Keep the nose up. That's basically the soft yeah. technique is keep the nose up. Keep the nose up. Keep the wheels moving. That's there's all there's all the this theory and stuff, and it's good to learn all that. It's good to it's obviously go get training if you're not familiar with it from somebody who knows what they're doing. But at the end of the day, the main thing is keep the nose wheel up and keep the wheels moving. Don't let it anything dig in. Nose up, mm. speed up. Yep. What do you mean by speed up? Well, you want to keep the speed so like what speed? Your ground because I, I okay so so what I'm saying is you just don't want it to dig in. You want to try to take the weight off of that front wheel if you got. You see, what I'm saying. Is, am I making sense? Not to me. You can taxi right. taxi speed up. Taxi speed. You taxi. Mo- you're taxing momentum. You want to keep your taxing momentum going. You don't want that front wheel to dig down into the into the grass. <laughs> want to keep it on the mm. mains. Oh, man. Mm. It, okay, for bar- taxi. Bar- okay. It's not, bar- yeah. I, would, I don't know if I describe it as fast. I'm only yeah. saying what my instructor told me. That's all I can say. <laughs> from your primary. My uh, primary. F- from from a taxi standpoint, yep, nose up, speed up. Keep the yoke in your lap yes. and keep the speed up and don't stop. Exactly. That's good for taxi. But as far as landing and stuff... Like this individual is trying to find out. He's asking about, you know, landing. Like you don't have the real estate to play with and hold the, hold it off and set it down. Like the saw a true saw field is really kind of akin to like a rough water landing in a seaplane. Rob, would you agree with that or no? Yeah. What do you think? You gotta keep the tips of the floats up or else you can topple over. Right, and you want to touch down at minimal speed. So what what ends up happening is you kind of set up this scenario where you're close to the ground, and that and and really dialing that in just takes time, and it's not going to be perfect on your private pilot check ride, but it takes time. And what you end up doing is similar to a slow flight condition. You end up kind of putting yourself behind, behind the power curve. Is kind of the idea. Put yourself behind the power curve, where now you're starting to. Uh, the region of reverse command, if you will, and you put the power in, and what that is doing is <clears throat> preserving kind of your your airspeed because you're kind of setting a a, a defined you have a defined flight path, and which is you know it, the question has come up previously flying a glide slope or a th- which I uh, kind of. Uh, took it as like a three degree glide path, like an ILS would be on an instrument, like a, a, a precision instrument approach is typically only defined as an ILS, which has a three degree glide path. And a lot of times we're flying a predetermined glide path. Like you turn final, you have one glide path, pretty much give or take, you know, a couple degrees that's going to land you in your target touchdown zone. If that is given the roles of the pitch for power or pitch for airspeed, yeah, pitch for airspeed, power for altitude, that reverses when you have a predetermined flight path. And this has come up on a one-on-one that I just did, actually. But um, when when you have a predetermined flight path, the roles reverse. You pitch for your altitude, power for airspeed when you have a planned, uh, a, a set flight path. And that is what ends up happening. You get in the flare on this short field. You're, you're configured to land all this good stuff, all the stabilized stuff that I talk about. You get into this ground effect into the flare, like deep into the flare, not like you're rounding out at 30 feet, 
Okay, you get deep into the flare, you start feeding in power to kind of maintain, uh, uh, you know what, I'm going to put my foot in my mouth. That's not accurate in, th in this case. You are still using power for altitude. Put my foot in my mouth. Hey, learning has occurred. Learning has just occurred, everybody. We learning need like a has bell. just occurred. So typically, when you have a predetermined flight path, the rules reverse. Okay. In this case, it is still the traditional uh, pitch for airspeed, power for altitude. So yes, we're gonna keep feeding that power in. So as it as it pertains to forget all the shit I just said. When you get down and deep into this flare. You're going to keep feeding that power in, and that's going to maintain your altitude, and you're just going to keep pitching to bleed off airspeed. And eventually, those two are no longer going to work. That's going to be your minimum controllable airspeed or your, you know, kind of your power on stall speed. You're going to be very close to that, and that's where you want all those things to all come together when the airplane touches the ground. Your minimum speed when you touch the ground. keep And you want that yoke in your back like Jeff talked about, and you don't want that nose wheel dig in. So all these things come together. It's not easy. It takes time. It's not perfect. Even if after you have a ton of hours doing, a ton of practice, it's not perfect. It all comes to, as every landing does, this is just a different technique for landing. It just takes energy management and time in the seat. I'm probably going to okay. go to bed Sorry, here. Down the so, road Scott, of, I'm, I'm, Scott, do you have a summary of that take, before you go to bed? Or, um, yeah, basically... Or, hold on, your audio is terrible. Uh, go ahead, go ahead. Bas fine. Basically, what Lee said. That's my okay. summary. That's a good... Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Good night. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, for, see you, Scott. Thank you for Thanks, coming. Thanks, buddy. Good night, everybody. Yeah, I was... Very, very productive tonight. Leave your, leave it up. Leave, yeah. yeah, Jeff knows. You leave your browser up. All yeah, right. I always do. I always do, and you always you accuse me of not. You hang, I, always, Scott, I do it every time. Scott, you hang up, and then, but you do, you leave the browser up. I do it so every single time. Every time. Okay. Every time. I'll, I'll, I'll forward the 3 a.m. email good. to you. That's good. Per usual. Good. Good. <laughs> Okay, um, yeah, that's that's all I got. It's one of those things. I I think I would be better able to explain it if it wasn't the primary way I learned. Because it was just, you know what I mean. I've never thought of it as something separate until it was like checkride prep. If that makes sense, by uh, by Don, because it was like that's just what we were doing from the beginning, and it's like. Hey, what you were doing from the beginning is soft field and or short field. Um, so call it that on your check ride. Yeah, I mean, I I want to know like right now if you're. I am not challenging you at all, Rob. I know that like soft field is your background. I wonder right now if you and I were to both go do both of us. I'm saying we both probably it up, screwed up that we go to a private pilot check ride. Hey, we're doing it. Show me a soft field landing. I bet we both fail on it. I would, I would just, I'd be very, very quiet 
and I would use one-word answers if I was on a private pilot check ride today. Well, that's how you. The, well, well, duh. Of course, I've, then you pass. I've learned you my pass. lesson. I will be submissive. I will be very quiet. I will not yes. talk very loudly. Yes. I will speak when spoken to. I will speak when spoken to. I will be very, yes. you know. You got it. Very. You got it. Yes. That's a pass. That's a pass. Okay. That's what I, Jeff. Don't you think that's a pass? Can't happen to hey. me. I was taught by Lee. I learned that last. <laughs> I learned that last episode. So you're just very quiet. Well, don't. Hey, don't talk. Hey, we got another instructor here. Why don't we yeah. ask Jeff what he thinks of that? What? Oh, just so keep it you short. have a real strong. Yeah, you have a real. But yeah, hold on. You're like it. Maybe an engineer, an electrical engineer. I'm not sure. A mechanical engineer. You have a real strong uh, subject matter. A real strength. You go into the oral. Do you show that strength? Or even though, like, you know you can school the examiner, or you think you can, probably can't, maybe you can, you think you can school them on that, do you just give it one-word answers, keep it simple, or do you show your strength? No, you keep it one-word answers, and here's why. Because if you show up that examiner, he more than likely will take it out on you somewhere else where you are weak at to show you that you're not as smart as you think you are. Okay, Lee, Lee, is taking my my strategy out of context and exaggerating a little bit. I was simply trying to say if if the flow is going in a direction that you're knowledgeable on, go with it and take your time and and enjoy and, mm. and make that last. Okay. You know what I mean? Don't be trying to blast through it. To you know, it's it's not that crazy far. This came up last ep- last episode. This is why I brought it up, kind of tongue in cheek. Um, I gotta pee. Okay, and then the person I have the argument with, who could now I now I explain myself, and it makes more sense, so he doesn't want to talk about it anymore. Um, <laughs> okay. Now I, I think you should. I mean, I understand what you're saying. Like, do you show that you're really strong in that area? Um, but I. Th- think if it comes to a background that has nothing to do with aviation i i don't know i i just think the examiner might take offense to that like you if you try to show you know more than the examiner does you know i'm, I'm not trying to show more like act like i know more than the examiner does i'm just trying to if it's if it's in an area i'm not you know i'm playing it cool i'm i'm talking about it i'm try i'm not trying to Zip zap, you know. Yeah. Let's get on to the next thing when we're kind of going down a direction where I I feel like I know some stuff about. Because if we go down this really quick, maybe that leaves more room for stuff I don't know about, which is a lot. No, that, and so here's another thing too, and I just noticed this from private pilot check rides lately. The examiner will say we have to be in here for X amount of time because. The FAA requires that. So I guess I could see your point. And if you were to take and go down a a road that you're very knowledgeable at, that by the time you get to that end point, he's going to say, all right, let's go. Because if not, he may ask you questions that you're not. I I guess maybe I am going to change my answer. I'm going to say, yes, I'm I'm with you now. And that's all because I've... Go I ahead. hope Lee listens to all this. He just he walks away as soon as he knows I have the high ground now on this. So topic. Lee, Lee, I had I had to change my answer, and here's the reason why. The last few check okay. rides, the examiner has said at the very beginning of the of the you know the oral portion, 
we have to, he claims, and I'm, I'm assuming it's true because it, why would he not say that? Or why would he say it? He has to be, he, the oral has to be so many minutes long. Okay. Yes. So, yes. and he has to go through this. So if you do go down minimum. a path, a minimum. So if you do go down minimum a, though, yeah, yes. but if you do go F- down a path, think about that, know, we'll come back to that. So if you we'll come back to the minimum. <laughs> okay. So if you do go down a path, you know, that's going to take you past that minimum time and yes. maybe not get asked a question that is off time. So like, okay, first of all, we know this. There's a minimum time. Correct. We know that he has to ask you questions that you missed on your written. Correct. Yes. So let's say on your written, you only missed two wrong questions. You got two questions wrong, right? So he goes over those two. Now he has to come up with some other stuff to meet that minimum requirement. Well, if you spend time on something you're knowledgeable at, he may not ask you something you're not so knowledgeable on. Correct? Yeah, correct. All right, I'm done. You you guys in the chat jumped on me last week. Last episode 104, it comes out tomorrow as of this recording. And I was simply stating that if it's going down a path that is good and in directions you like, you knowledgeable about, keep going down that direction. That's great. I'm not, I never said, out, try to outsmart the examiner or go on and on about, you know, say a bunch of gobbledygook about a subject, you know, potentially entrapping yourself. I suppose that I have mischaracterized what you meant, and I, I guess I didn't fully understand exactly your tactic, but I am still going to maintain keeping it short and sweet because although there may be a minimum time they can do, there is no probably maximum time they can do. And what I know of examiners, and I've had a bunch of them, they all have their they have their check ride. They have their oral. And they're not going to deviate that much. Although there is a con, you know, the concept of, you know, dollar per hour. If they can do an hour oral or whatever it needs to be, and then an hour 1.5. Filibuster. Filibuster. That's what that, Scott that, was popping up. He that when I, as soon as I brought this up, Scott was like, yep, filibuster it, filibuster it. And Lee Lee got all fired up. The chat got all fired up, getting excusatory on me. It got it got ugly. It got uh, I don't get the I don't get the reference of the filibuster. I don't. Get well, it. you you run out the time. In, if in you Congress, keep talking, if, yes. If you if you do that, then he he's like, listen. But there um, is no. Of, so what if, what listen. is that? Every examiner. I mean, I did a I did an eight. I did hold on for my CFI initial. Okay. I did a four hour oral, and then the the FA maintenance guy went out and found like something a speed tape on the mine airplane. Was one, that mine was, was one. Mine logo. was one hour CFI initial. Oh, really? I understand that. I'm just yes. saying. I'm just saying. Tony, I did rest four in hours. Peace. I did. Oh, I didn't know he's gone. Yes, I didn't know that. Yes. Wow. Anyways, go ahead. I did not know. It was four hours into it. They didn't find something logged in. It was speed tape applied to the airplane, not put in the logbook. And done. Did four hours there. So like, and I'm not saying that that, that's a CFI initial, which obviously should be longer and whatever. But how much the damage you may be causing 
and it depends on how you present it. Me, I'm an asshole. I'm an egotistical asshole. So I would, even if I mean to present it in a different way, it would come off like I'm being an egotistical asshole. So he would down the line, probably he or she would down the line, probably like find some, like find somewhere. Like you said, Jeff. Yeah. I, I believe that is more accurate than not. You can be an expert on a very small section of what is becoming a private pilot. There's so much to cover, so much to cover. They can get you anywhere and over like, how do you ride the exact edge of like, what is like showing proficiency and demonstrating, um, you know, your ability to be a private pilot versus like being a showboat, being a hot dog, like, like overplaying your hand. How do you know where that is now? Obviously, if you can read people well and you can gauge that and 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 keep it within the context of how it applies to being a private pilot or airplane operation, that's all great. Do that. I'm just saying don't try and milk every second of the clock with this strength of yours because that doesn't guarantee you, although it may help, it doesn't guarantee that you're going to shorten or soften any of the 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 it does it doesn't mean to me that you're going to soften the check right I, I think it also long. comes down to your instructor knowing who that examiner is and he could say listen here's what if you you know you're that examiner he's going to say listen this is this is how this examiner is um i wouldn't do this or i wouldn't do that you know what i'm saying you you kind of know yeah, yeah. i agree so you could you could say well don't definitely don't do that definitely don't you know, don't try to show you that you're smarter than him or, you know, but there's certainly, like you said, read examiner, but that also comes from your instructor being able to say, Hey, I've been through check, right. You know, with this examiner, with other students, and he's not going to like that style. He's not, you know what I'm saying? I've done that to yeah. myself. Yeah. Like, listen, don't go in there and joke around about this. Cause he's definitely not going to like it. I've never had uh, a check ride with Zeus. So I think that's where some of Lee's might be coming from for the initial. Well, you know, and we may, maybe, uh, yeah. And that's the thing is like, there's a lot of people that I get feedback from that don't have the same, like it blows my mind because even like at the airlines, whatever, I know well in advance, okay, I'm going to get this examiner or this examiner or this examiner or this examiner. And like, like I know right now I have a check ride coming up on um, like March 3rd, March 4th and I know who my examiner is going to be. Like I, like I've done five, six check rides with him now, and like I know that. But there's a lot of people around the country, they don't know who their DPE, their their examiner is going to be for their practical check ride, and it's like that blows my mind. And I also, like, they probably know one or two, just like I was saying with the airlines, whatever. They know probably one, two, maybe three possible people. But, like, they, there's that, not knowing exactly who the examiner is going to be. And then they also have maybe a green instructor or whatever who maybe has only sent one student to one examiner, one student to another. And how do you start to form that, like, composite image of what are the hot spots for all the examiners when you have an instructor or an instructor, yeah, an instructor who's only flown or only um, recommended three or four students, but there's three examiners to pick from. Like, you don't have great feedback there. 
So you have to be much as the as the um, the recommending instructor as the student. You have to have much more all-encompassing knowledge base because you don't know those hot spots. I would, that's a that's really tough for an instructor. I would agree with and that. I think sh- yeah. should be maybe a little disconcerting maybe for the student. It's no fault of anybody's. It's just, man, I got a new instructor who's only sent a few students and there's three different uh, DPEs, examiners, that are that I could have my check right with. Man, what do I study? What do I beef up on? You don't even know. Yep. Yeah. You got to read, got to read the room a little bit. Um, an example during my, it was my CFI, I think it was, it was like an all day CFI, like the normal ones. I don't, and it probably just delayed it, but I mean, DPE, no, nothing to do with Ohio, the, the late Ed Amato who did my ride. Uh, he, um, you know, got talking about Harry Griffin, Lee's grandfather for about 45 minutes. Um, was in love with the dude. So <laughs> that was that was kind of Aren't a direction. Yeah. I don't know. Now that however that is totally different than having a strength in an area and milking it. <laughs> oh I know. That is a direction that will buy you <laughs> brownie points. <laughs> I no having a I hey, you know what? One in at my uh the same guy did my for my um my one at the one airline I flew at he did my first officer oral, my initial new hire oral, and he did my captain upgrade oral. And you know who he knew? God. Oh, yeah? The God. The God. Oh, and lowercase g, obviously. But yeah, <laughs> it, um, and like I, had talk, I went and talked to God. <laughs> and talk to him about it. And I think this, hey, I think this is going to be my examiner. Do you know him? It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Tell him this. And I, the quote is, trust me now, believe me later. I'll remember it right now. Do you, and I, I would say, I went, I went to the, the guy who's doing my, uh, my, my checker, my oral. And, and I was weak. I'm very weak on systems. I'm not a systems guy. I couldn't give a shit. If I can't fix it from the flight deck, I don't really give a shit. So that's my mentality, in which I need to correct. And I think I've, I've, I've started you know, migrating towards understanding systems better because I know that's my weakness. And which I kind of have a kind of a mechanical mind, but more in a, um, oh, I don't know. Not in a practical sense, more in a theoretical sense. I understand the mechanical theory better than I do, practically speaking. And uh, it was weak. And I was like, hey, do you know so-and-so? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, well, he told told me to tell you this. And he he thought you would would remember, like, whatever, the time and place that, that you had this exchange. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then he went on to stories about those two flying, you know, and it's just like, wow. And that type of stuff can buy you brownie points because they feel like they're doing a favor for the other person, not for you. Yep. Very good. Um, that's all I got. I, I don't say anything. Let me wrap this up and we'll look at the chat a little more, more deeply before we wrap it up. Um, yeah, yeah. Thank you, everyone, for listening, uh, tuning in. I'll probably divide this maybe up into two since we're only doing 
we'll get we'll get two episodes out of this maybe that are like the the original 105 and then like the in between after it because because it we went kind of long and it's just easy to break up these random different topics here but um yeah thank you for listening and um until next time take care yeah thanks guys yes thank and you thanks, thanks for having me no thanks for having me yeah thanks for, thanks for coming on jeff it's, uh, good to have you no problem